Good Tuesday evening. Welcome to another edition of Sideline Junkies DC Sports Rundown. Uh, it's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG flying solo tonight. But uh, I think it's best that I fly solo because um, I'm feeling a little pissed off today. I mean, it, you listen to this show, you kind of wonder, well, what the hell is bothering this man today? You know, it's always something bothering him. What the hell's bothering him today? Uh, to be quite honest, <laughs> we had some uh, things come out. Uh, let's start with Sunday. Uh, Washington lost to the Seahawks 20-15. to 15. Um, Just wasn't a good game uh, for for. Three and a half quarters. Well, no, I'll say two and a half quarters. Because for a quarter and a half, they seem to be doing something. But uh wasn't good. You know, didn't get the W. So, later that night, starting quarterback against uh, Seahawks, Haskins, was spotted in a strip club. And he was... Not wearing a mask. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, indeed. Uh, we are in uh, back to phase one in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, where we are based, uh, where Washington plays, and Haskins is sitting around with no mask on. Uh boneheaded move not only did he put himself at risk he put the team at risk he put any family members that's at home with him at risk uh he has since come out and apologized to the team and you know he he, he, he tweeted it um matter of fact let me pull that up because i have it saved uh it will be available uh once this show is posted on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And he says in a tweet, I want to publicly apologize for my actions this past Sunday. I spoke with Coach Rivera yesterday and took full accountability for putting the team at risk. It was irresponsible and immature of me, and I accept responsibility for my actions. Now, he did that this morning. Today is the 22nd, 1023 this morning. That was tweeted out. And then three minutes later, he uh, added to the tweet, um, I also want to apologize for creating a distraction for my team during our playoff push. I will learn and grow from this and do what's best for the team moving forward. Okay? Wrong is wrong. He was wrong on many different levels. Um, right now, I'm, I'm not using the P word if you've been listening to us for the past couple of weeks. I refuse to use the P word until we secure that spot okay so yeah we in a p word push get it great him being at the strip club when we're in a pandemic i i think even if we weren't in a pandemic it it would be kind of a poor taste because you had a so-so game you could have had a better game and you know he said that he played better 
in the second half because he got mad. Now I'm gonna need you to be mad all the time, young youngster. Uh, but I think it would still be in poor taste. Uh, then on top of that, you're in there with no mask. Okay, he apologized for it. He recognized his mistakes. Great. Now here's why I'm mad. Not because he was in a strip club with no mask on. I mean, boneheaded. He's young. He's gonna make mistakes. You show me somebody that's perfect and plays in the NFL. You show me that somebody that's perfect that walks this earth right now. And, and, and then you know we can sit down and have a discussion. So I'm not gonna sit here. And say, oh, he was so stupid. Now I'm not even going to do none of that. Because you got to make mistakes to learn from. And sometimes you have to watch other people, watch them make mistakes. And then learn from their mistakes. Uh, I always say, you know, my mistakes taught me half the things that I know. So it's something to learn from. But what makes me mad is the talking heads, the fans that are coming at this kid. I mean, he's not a kid. He's 23. He's a grown man, grown-ass man. The people that are coming at this guy, this man, you're coming at his throat for making a mistake. Youthful indiscretion is what it would be described as if he was someone else. He didn't go out and get caught soliciting a prostitute. He didn't go out and get caught in a drug bus trying to buy cocaine, crap, anything of the sort, oxycodone. He didn't get caught with nothing illegal like that, okay? He didn't murder someone. He didn't sexually assault someone. He didn't rape anyone. But people are calling for his head on a platter. He should be cut and kicked out of the league. He should be a, a, a fine and bench for the rest of the season. We don't need him. Who the fuck we going to get if we don't have him? Because if that's the case, we would have got somebody else by now. It's only him and Alex. Kyle Allen is hurt. It's him and Alex right now. That's all we got. We trying to make it to the P word. But y'all talking about cutting the starter slash backup quarterback. Or should I say the backup slash starter quarterback over a mistake. Okay? I get holding them out of the game. I mean, you really can't do that because we're already short-staffed. I get punishing him in some way. But taking his career away because fans think, oh, he's lazy. Have you ever watched him? Have you ever been around him? Have you ever talked to him personally, one-on-one, -on -one, to know that he's lazy? No, you're going off of what everybody else is fucking saying. And I'm not taking up for him because he plays for the Washington football team. I'm saying this as a man talking about another man that's being crucified by people that probably ain't never played a professional sport a day in their goddamn life. But you want to sit here and tell a professional athlete who's playing at the highest level that because he made a mistake, he should lose his career. Ryan Leaf, I was listening to uh, Sirius XM earlier, Mad Dog Sports, and they said that Ryan Leaf was saying a lot of Dwayne Haskins' mistakes and flubs and and, and proverbial fuck-ups, if you, if you must, it reminds him of himself. 
that's a little bit harsh because Ryan Leaf was terrible quarterback. He had the, the NFL size. He even had the NFL arm, but he didn't have the NFL mind. He was terrible at quarterback. He wasn't mature at all. And then the off the field stuff. Now he's came back to from it. Everything, redemption, great. Get it. But comparing Dwayne Haskins to Ryan Leaf, and Ryan Leaf did this himself, I don't agree with it. That's a little too harsh of a uh 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 a little too harsh of something to uh put on his jacket, for lack of a better term. So I'm not feeling that. Um, to hear fans that don't live in this area, you know, I, I listen to national radio shows and everybody's talking about it. Fans that don't live in this area, people that live in Pennsylvania and, and they live in, in, in daggone Kalamazoo, Michigan, calling in about it. And, oh, he's selfish. You're not here. You're not he. I mean, even everybody that's here don't even know what's going on in that man's life. But now they're starting to dig up everything, everything he's ever done. They're starting to pile on, as my wife would say. We we need to focus on this strip club incident. But instead of just focusing on the strip club incident, well, you know, a few weeks ago he left the team facility, and and, and, you know he was pouting because he got demoted. The, The the man was sick. That's what the team said. And that's all you can go by. They may have been trying to cover up something because or whatever. But if he was sick, he was sick. But the stomach virus that he, they said that he had, the team doctors diagnosed him with, was a stomach virus that was going through this area and it was ravaging people. My wife had it. My daughter had it. A uh, few family members had it. I, it, it, it. It racks you. So it, it didn't take three days to get you know get rid of it. it took about a week or two so i get that but then you're talking about that you're talking about oh he acted like a child because he got demoted and i'm like oh he left the facility i ain't never heard him say heard no report coming out of dc radio that say haskins left the facility when he got he got uh demoted Never heard no report that he wouldn't show up. I heard he was sick and they sent him back home because what he had was highly contagious. And I know how contagious it was. Once again, I'm not taking up for him because of who he is. I'm taking up for him because I know what they diagnosed him with. They diagnosed my daughter with the same thing. Highly contagious. That's how my wife caught it. So to sit here and say that Haskins is immature because of this incident, but then you pile on the demotion. Then you pile on, well, he doesn't work hard. His work ethic, how do you know the fuck about his work ethic? If he didn't have any type of work ethic, how did he drop the weight over the summer working out every day? You got to have some sort of work ethic to drop the amount of weight that he dropped. Trying to get better. Attempting to get better. Maybe he needs to work a little harder, but his work ethic is not poor. Average. Maybe above average, but not poor. But that comes along with age and knowledge. When you got somebody in your ear letting you know these things, we don't know who's around him. I'm not around him 24-7, and damn sure these motherfuckers talking ain't around him 24-7. So how can you say something about his work ethic? 
Then they go back to last season against the, 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 the Lions. The game where he led a comeback. Awesome game. The selfie game is what they call it. Well, he took a, and this is what I've been hearing all day on national radio. Oh, he took a selfie in the middle of the game. He couldn't even get in the game because they had to put a uh, 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 K, uh, 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 what the fuck was the quarterback? Um, Case Keenum. They had to put Keenum in the game because he couldn't find his helmet. Shut the fuck up because it wasn't in the middle of the game. After he led the comeback, the defense was on the field. It was a few seconds left. The defense caused the turnover. He was celebrating with the fans with his first win. Like, God damn, can the man be happy for a change? But you got to destroy him over there. I never saw a problem with the whole selfie thing. Never saw a problem with that. Not once. Because he was celebrating with the fans. And the thing is, that place went wild when we scored. Know how I know? Because I was one of the ones that was in that stadium, in FedEx Field last year, when we went wild, when we came from behind and won. So he couldn't take the victory. He couldn't do the victory formation, take a knee. So the fuck what? Did we win? Yes. Was he the reason that we won? Yes. But you want to put that on him. That's immaturity. Then you go back even further to draft night. Oh, when the Giants selected Daniel Jones, he 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 laughed. He 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 had a smirk on his face. He he was so arrogant. Daniel Jones is a fucking bum. Daniel Jones didn't complete sixty percent of his passes in three years at Duke, but he went ahead of Dwayne Haskins. That's what I'm. I even had a I had to laugh at that. The, the Giants didn't take Dwayne Haskins. But I was hoping that the Giants took Daniel Jones because I didn't want Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is an effing bum. His four wins that he has against Washington, that's probably the only four wins he'll get against Washington from now on. As long as we keep this defense together, I, that's what I say. And you can believe me. You cannot believe me. I don't care. Daniel Jones, 59% completion rate. At Duke, show me a college quarterback that has played three years that was a top 10 pick that had 59% completion rate in three years. That don't, if you think that that, that makes uh, Daniel Jones better than, than Dwayne Haskins, you are sorely mistaken. You know nothing about the game. Because in two years, Dwayne Haskins completed 70% of his passes. We ain't got to use them to. We can go to Lamar Jackson, Heisman Trophy winner. What did he do at Louisville? Oh, what did he do? Wait, hold on. Where you at? That's NFL stats. Hold on. I got you. I got you. Hold on. Hold on. College stats. Dwayne, I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson. Well, shoot. He didn't, he wasn't very accurate either. 57%, but Lamar Jackson was a passing machine. Good God. 30 touchdowns, 9 interceptions in 2016. Okay. But I guess I guess I don't have a point there. So, I, hey, I eat my crow on that. Then they go back to not only him laughing at Daniel Jones being drafted. And it was a smirk. But if you don't have confidence in yourself, how can you expect somebody else to have confidence in you? But then you go back to 
him char- he charged the cover charge to come into his draft party. I see no problem with that. If one of my sons, one of my nephews, one of my nieces, my daughters get a chance to throw a draft party and people want to come such as cousins, distant relatives, people that weren't there have not watched them play, not near one, their game has not supported any fundraiser, anything like that. Oh yeah, you're going to have to pay to come in this motherfucker. I'm sorry. It's either that or immediate family only. My brothers will be there. My sister. People that's actually here, that actually comes around, can be here. Those hangers-ons? No. Hell no. You, 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 you're going to pay this cover charge you want to be up in this thing. Because it won't, it won't be no free ride. You coming for the food and all that shit? Nah. I see no problem with that, but they're crucifying him because of that. Crucifying him. I think that's absolute bullshit. Not even going to lie. Absolutely, positively bullshit. To say that, oh, he's too immature. You got players that have been accused of sexual assault, rape, uh, misdemeanors, felony. Well, not, maybe not felonies, but misdemeanors. You got guys that are on drugs. And get popped. I mean, Josh Gordon has gotten popped so many damn times. This is, what is he? He been suspended nine times. He's getting chance after chance. Oh, he got talent. I don't know if he got talent. I can't even remember. I can't even tell you the last time I seen Josh Gordon play. I think the last time I seen him play may have been in a Browns jersey. I know he played with the Patriots. Now he's with Seattle. He's been activated. But he's gotten chance after chance after chance after chance. But what you're telling me is a player that was drafted by a coach who didn't fucking want him, did nothing to enhance him, did not work with him, did not give him first team reps, did not pull him to the side and say, hey, this is how we do it here. No teaching whatsoever. Has had three different offensive coordinators. I'm sorry. Three different head coaches, two different offensive coordinators in two years. Because he rookie year last year, he had Gruden, Callahan. Now he has Revere. And the, the reports, oh, the national reports, Revere doesn't like him. But Revere said, no, we're not giving up on Dwayne. No, Dwayne has the, the, the talent. He has the, the, the NFL arm, but we just have to teach him. What you have to do with a player like that, same thing we say on the WrestleManiacs. You have to break him down and build him back up. It's not hard. People talking about cutting him. He's still guaranteed $18 million. If I'm not mistaken. $18 million. I just. I'm sitting here. I'm fuming. I'm steaming. I'm steaming hot because so many people got so many opinions about 
everything. You know, cut him. He holding a, a, a roster spot for another quarterback. What other fucking quarterback we going to get? That's what I want to know. What quarterback is we going to go get that's, that we haven't picked up already that's going to come in here and win some games or something? You tell me a quarterback. Trade deadline's over, so it's, there is no trading. There is no trading. So you're going to either have to pick somebody up off the street or, or somebody's practice squad. Which one is it going to be? Now, Josh Rosen just got picked up. But is he going to play? I don't want him here. That makes the situation, if the situation is bad, that takes it to worse. But nobody no, nobody wants to look at it that way. Everybody wants to look at it and point fingers. Number one, most of the people that's pointing fingers ain't never been in this situation before. Ain't never been uh, uh, young with money. Most of the people. I'm not saying all. Most of them ain't never been young with money. Number two, that most of them have never played the game on any level. And if they have played it, they didn't make it past high school. Some probably made it to college, but they never made it to the pros. But you're going to tell somebody else that, that that's the shit that I don't like. You're going to tell somebody else how to live their life. And then the man admits that he was wrong. Apologizes and people laugh. It's OK. You'll be out of the league in two years. I mean, what the? But these people call themselves fans. I'm not saying that Haskins is fucking perfect, but God damn, at least the boy trying. He realizes he fucked up. Now, if he does it again in a week, all right, you know, something heavy. He, he, st- he needs to be disciplined for this. Fuck what you heard. He needs to be disciplined for this. Because this is his second time breaking uh, uh, COVID protocol. Second time. He needs to be disciplined from the team and also the lead. I'm wholeheartedly on the on the, on the ride for that. Yes, you admitted to your responsibility and you took you took responsibility for your action. You admitted to it and everything. You still got to be punished. You got away last time. I know I, I take that back. The team fined him. I think fifteen hundred dollars. Something else has to come up this time that'll make him not want to do that shit again. But bringing up. Everything else and, br- and making up shit. I don't give a fuck what he did at his draft party because he charged somebody. He charged people to come to his draft party. If you want to be there, you want to cross the bridge, you got to pay the fucking toll. It's not a free show. You got people that only, they not there to, to, to support them. They want to be there because they're going to be on TV. They hang us on. Everybody knows that. Everybody know you always have hangers-ons that hang around the family because they smell money. They think they can get something. As soon as that contract signed, yeah, you know, big bro, I've been at your games and all that, man. You know, I, I was hoping that you was going to take care of me. You know, I'm trying to get this little business off the ground. All I need all I need right now is like $40,000. Those are the type of people that hang around when your kids make it to the NFL, the NBA, MLB. Those are the people that hang around. That swear they there to support, but they they with their fucking hands out. 
Yes, I'm going to charge you some bitches all kinds of money that's to be around me. I'm going to make you not want to be around me. That way you don't ask me for money. That's the type of shit that I'm talking about. Why is that an issue? That was 2019. That was almost two years ago come April. And you're bringing that up now. Why? Dogpiling. You're talking about the selfie game, which was his first NFL win against Detroit. It was four seconds left. Who the fuck cares? He apologized. He said, I got caught up in the moment, which is understandable. You get your first NFL win at home. That's exciting. And then you led the comeback. That's exciting. Point blank period. Was he wrong for going to the strip club? Yes. Especially with no mask. After the game he had, I don't I didn't want him to dwell on the loss. Maybe he probably was trying to blow off a little steam. That's the only way he could think of to blow off some steam. Fine. I get that. But at this present point in time, in this climate that we live in, where we're in the middle of a pandemic, the COVID-19 coronavirus, if you'll say. That has taken how many lives? Over 200,000 now? Has taken over 200,000 lives. Contrary to popular belief, this shit's real. It has ravaged teams in the NFL. Look at Baltimore. Look at Tennessee. You know, everybody say, well, it's a it's a, a, a 1% death rate. Yeah, but if you got over a billion people in the world, and it's way more than a billion, I'm just throwing that number out there. 1% of a billion is a lot of damn deaths. And, and, and if you can sit there and be okay with that, you're a monster. You can sit there and be okay with that over something that can be controlled and possibly eradicated, but you're okay with a couple million deaths from it you know i'm good you know it's i'm still gonna do my thing you're a monster just the way i feel i'm gonna do everything in my power to protect myself because by me protecting myself i'm protecting my family i'm protecting my wife i'm protecting my oldest daughter who's pregnant which means i'm protecting my unborn grandchild i'm protecting my eight-year-old daughter. I'm protecting my two sons. I'm protecting my brothers. I'm protecting my uh, uh, my son-in-law. I'm protecting my other daughter. I'm protecting everybody in my circle because I choose to wear a mask everywhere I go. I choose to keep hand sanitizer, all that, and I encourage them to do the same. We all do it. We're protecting each other. But not only that, I'm protecting you because even if I'm asymptomatic, I still don't want to see... I don't care if you don't believe it. I still don't want to see you get this damn virus. So not to get off subject, jumping back on with Haskins in the strip club. Was he wrong? Yes. Most definitely in the, in the discussion. But crucifying him over shit that happened, that he's already made it past the draft shit. Whether he charged the cover at the door for his draft party, whether he, he chuckled when the Giants 
selected Daniel Jones ahead of him, who the fuck cares? It does not matter right now. That was 2019. It's December 22nd, 2020. We are going into 2021 in 10 days. Well, nine days, 31st, yeah, 10 days. So that shit's null and void. Moot point. Don't want to hear it. The selfie game. He apologized. He said, I got caught up in a moment, which is understandable. You get your first win at home. The stadium's going crazy. Comeback win. Absolutely loved it. It was a beautiful experience to be there and see that. First hand, number one. But to come at him about that now, stop it. Let it go. Okay? Right now, discipline needs to be handed down for, for, for Strippergate. <laughs> Let's call it that. Strippergate. That, that needs to be handed down. And from there, he has to learn from his mistakes. He has to learn that this is not uh, acceptable behavior. Number one. Number two, he also has to realize and I, I, this is where I, I said it before. When rookies come in the league, now granted, the type of era that we're in right now with the virus, it's, unpo it's impossible. When rookies came into any league, you teamed them with a vet. When Tim Duncan came into the league in 97, David Robinson took him under the wing. He stayed with David Robinson for, I think, three to six months before he, you know, Moved out on his own. He stayed at David Robinson's house. And I said that, I think, last season over the summer. Before we went into, uh, you know, lockdowns and everything. I, I was saying, you know, that's how, in the last season, I believe I said it. That's how Dwayne can learn is he has to take two weeks and go stay with a veteran. A guy like Alex Smith would be great. Stay with Alex Smith and his family. See how to prepare for the game. See how it's done from a veteran. And it, it, it's still needed now. He, still, he has to have a big brother. But he can have all the family in the world, pops, moms, but he has to have somebody that's in the life. And when I say in the life, I mean in the life of an NFL player who's done it and been successful at it. Thomas Davis would be great. Somebody he can just that 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 that's on him, you know, because in any walk of life, you need that big brother to push you. You need that big brother to look out for you. You can be 18, 21, 25. Shit, I'm 39, and I still got big brothers that look out for me. I, I just it's the same way as a professional athlete. Until you learn the ropes, you got to have guys to look out for you. You got to have guys that have your best interests in mind. If, if they're former players to take you under their wing, fine. Because I tell my kids the same thing. As a grown man or a grown woman, if you can't be corrected by another grown man or grown woman and learn from it and listen to the lesson that they're trying to teach you when they're talking some real shit, 
you'll never evolve. You'll never grow as an adult. You'll never be successful as an adult in nothing you do because you can't be corrected. Like I said, I'm 39 years old. I can say something in a conversation and be wrong. Depending on who the conversation with, it can be with my wife and she'll correct me and say, hey, you got to think about it from this, this and this. Now, I'm not saying your thinking is wrong, but you got to think about it from other aspects. You got to have somebody that's going to bring something else to the table. When I talk to BJ, Delonte, Junie, Jim. It's all these different points. So you're thinking straight ahead, but they're coming at every angle with different stuff that you got to think about. And I love it. I love it because every day is a learning experience. That's how life is. That's how we get through this life together. But he has to be open up. He has to open up enough as a man to accept constructive criticism. And I'm not saying that he's not. Not saying that he is, but it has to happen. I just. It's so much potential in the kid. And I, I want to see him do well. First and foremost, I want to see him do well. I want to see him succeed. I pull for him. I pull for him the same way I pull for Alex Smith. Did I want Alex Smith to be my starter? No. And that wasn't because I didn't think Alex was, was talented. I'm scared. I'm scared after what he went through with that leg injury. I'm scared. But I pull for Alex Smith. I pull for him the same way I pull for RG3, the same way I pull for, for Kirk Cousins. I still pull for both of those guys, and they're not even here anymore. The same way I, I still pull for Colt McCoy. You know, you want to see people win, and I want to see him win. I want to see him be successful. I want to see him be more than just a third-string quarterback, just a backup quarterback. I want to see him be a starter in this league with some success. Everybody's career doesn't start off on time. Mark Rippon's career didn't start off on time here. He had possible five good years, won a Super Bowl MVP. Uh... Doug Williams' career didn't start off on time. He had success down in uh, Tampa Bay, and money dispute got him out of there. What I'm trying to say is everybody does not have to have the same timeline. You can stumble coming out of the gate, but it's all about how you finish the race. And I do believe that Dwayne Haskins may be stumbling a little bit out of the gate, He's going to straighten up. He's going to shock the world. He's going to shock every one of those doubters. And all of you got to eat your fucking words. And I'm going to be right there. Be like, you want some more pepper on that? Or would you like some hot sauce for those words? Because I stand behind him. I know he's going to make mistakes. He's a human being. So that's just uh my thoughts on Dwayne Haskins before I leave about it here. Uh, Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder, Danny, 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 Danny boy, Danny boy, paid $1.6 million to a former female employee 
as a part of a confidential settlement, um, which is absolutely crazy. Uh, this is back in 2009, after she accused Daniel Snyder of sexual misconduct. Um, man, this right here, it, it, this has got me pissed off because slowly but surely, things are leaking out about Snyder's ownership. Um, he, he, the minority owners are, are letting things loose and, and letting things go about what he's not doing, what, how his ship has been ran and things like that. Uh, they want out from underneath the, the ownership. Um, <laughs> it, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that uh, all of this is coming out. And I'm just waiting for the report that the league is going to step in. They're going to put the team in escrow until they can find a new owner. I'm just waiting for it. And Daniel Snyder grew up a Redskin fan. Um, and I, I, I mean, I guess that's one of the ways to look at your owner when your owner is already a rabbit fan before he buys the team, buys the team. But honestly, with all this coming out, I, I think he it's time for him to sell he paid what 800 million for this team i'm sure he can get a billion and i'm sure bezos is a is willing to pay a billion dollars for this team because he has been uh rumored to be one of the people that wants to buy washington so um it's crazy. That's absolutely positively uh crazy. <laughs> I will say that I'm 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 at a loss for words because too much too many things are coming out and nothing's being done. So expect expect uh <laughs> Daniel Snyder to be out as owner probably probably after the first of the year I, i'll say by the beginning of new league year expect him to be gone as your owner of the washington football team just a thought just thinking about it running it down uh because it's too much going on entirely too much going on to the point that um it's a distraction you got the Larry Michael stuff, this right here, paying $1.6 million to a former female employee because she accused him of sexual misconduct. If you didn't do it, why would you pay? You know? And I always say that. When things are... It, 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 to me, it's like when you settle out of court, On if, if I was accused of sexual misconduct and I settle out of court for undisclosed sum, I'm not settling with you if I'm innocent. I'm just being real. I'm not settling. But if he settled, that's on him. Hey, 
I don't think he'll be the owner of this team this time next year. If he is, so be it. But it's too many things coming out about what has happened on his watch. The cheerleaders being pimped out, uh, passports taken so they could sleep with uh, investors and things. Hey, that's no good. No good at all. So it's things like that that make me wonder what else is being, you know, covered up. So uh, last but not least, like I said, today is December 22nd, 24 years ago, 24 years ago today. The then Washington Redskins, five-time world champions, won their last game, the last game, last football game ever played in the great RFK Stadium, 37 to 10, in front of 56,454 fans. Uh, Halftime ceremony where all the past Redskins greats were introduced wearing replica jerseys of their time. Uh, to beat the Cowboys to close out the stadium before we moved to, at that time, Jack Kent Cook Stadium um, was epic. To beat them 37-10 to 10 was even better. And to see everybody storm the field, rip up, you know, pieces of grass. The people had Ziploc bags, and they ziplocked the bag with the grass in it and everything. I wonder how many people still got it. Uh, and to think about that, that was 24 years ago. And come 2022, that stadium will be no more. That's absolutely hurtful for me. Because it's a part of my childhood. It's a part of my fandom. So, uh, bittersweet moment. I, I talked about it in a article I wrote um, for on WordPress. You know, thoughts of a sideline junk. If you got WordPress, you can catch us on there. That's where you'll see all of our uh, articles that we write as sideline junkies. So check that out. Uh, but as for everything else, I thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you tuned in live appreciate it thank you for letting me get this venom spit and uh get these things off my chest uh hopefully um more than likely we'll be back after the holiday uh probably saturday something like that uh time and everything permits but uh until then I'm the big guy, KG. I don't do no overtime. I am out of here.